Hey ho, let's go. I'd like to call it a good Tuesday, but right now, every day after football, weekend of football is not good, so we'll just say Tuesday. So I do hope you're well wherever you are today. Your coffee mug is filled with happiness. I am Sean Pugsley Martin. This is episode 40 of Pugsley's Pit. And as we always do, we begin the show asking you the question, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Again, I'm Sean Pugsley Martin. Uh, by way of introduction, I'm a freelance sports writer for the Albany Times Union. Avid sports enthusiast, big-time homer for my teams, without apologies, though they just continue to just kick me repeatedly Saturdays and Sundays. I'll whine in a few minutes. Before that, you can follow the show on Twitter, Pugsley Spit, taking the podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, as part of the Godzilla Media family. Later in the show, in my world, we're going to thank you to the Boston Bruins for giving me a ray of sunshine on what is an otherwise shitty run as a fan of sports uh, sports teams. Before I get to the Raiders, that's all I can think about. Not sleeping. Bags under my eyes. Not from my kids. It's from my football team. <laughs> we're, we're, welcome, Jeff Levac, to the program. Levac teams and uh, Godzilla Media Kingpin Tom Gozlowski on the Levac and Goz podcast. He's a big-time media fixture here in the 518 and a fellow Raider fan. Misery loves company, <laughs> right? It's it's worse this year because this year, every year Raiders fans, we think we have hope whether we do or not. Yep. This year, we legitimately should have had hope. This year, we legitimately should have had a team that can compete. And this year, we have poop. And it's bad. And it stinks. I was at uh, New York State Baseball Hall of Fame dinner Sunday and I track in the Raider game. And I was trying to have a good time with the inductees and the people who hosted me. It was awful getting the updates. I missed. Thankfully for me, I missed the first half of the game. Um, I, I, I've kind of, I told you before we started. I've come to the acceptance today that that Mark Davis is not going to fire Josh McDaniels. I agree. Staked his reputation on it. He's not going to end it after nine games. Which I think if anybody had watched these games, I don't. I don't want to hear that your is six six or seven losses are by one one score and you had the ball it, you know what you didn't win it last year we're probably over the average on those close wins but not this year but the, the thing i want to lead off with today is in giving the support to mcdaniels yesterday he said we're gonna we're trying to build something here that lit the fuse even just as much as I, as angry sunday i'll tell you why it was built you made the playoffs if you're building something, you don't trade your first two picks of a draft for Devonte Adams, who, thank God, we got him. He's our best player. You you build it right. Is that, is that kind of a a double thing that they did there? It doesn't it doesn't add up because, like you said, you gave up draft picks. So, like I've seen a lot of people kind of speculate you're tanking. You're trying to figure that out, but realistically, you don't tank after you trade for a Devonte Adams. You don't tank after you extend your quarterback. You, you don't you don't tank after you give up draft picks. If anything, I will say I've always been the guy who preaches you can't fire a coach in his first year. You got to give him time to to get his feet under him and see what he's doing. But when you brought in, you know this this tag team from New England that was supposed to come in and and be your GM head coach extraordinaire Ooh, and the Patriot you know, way, is, yeah, and, and everything was supposed to be was supposed to be gravy. Especially you added a pass rusher, you added. 
you add some key pieces. Um, the only bright, like, real shining star this year has been at least we're actually using Josh Jacobs, but yeah. he, it doesn't it doesn't quite add up. The only reason I can think of that you should show undying support to your head coach is you don't want to pay three head coaches. Because even though the Gruden thing is kind of like Gruden walked away, you know yeah. there's still money going to Gruden. Now you're going to give whatever the money is that's going to McDaniels and then hire a third guy. So that, that's just tell me tell me that you just look at we screwed up. I'm not financially set to pay three head coaches. I'm really sorry. Go like the Rangers did a couple years ago. Write the letter to the fan base. Raider Nation, we're sorry. I botched it. I'll get it right next time. We're going to have to suffer for a year or two. It, yeah, I listened to some of ESPN this morning, and you know, someone said, well, if they're, if they're two and seven next year at this time, he'll probably get fired. I'm like, not if, <laughs> <laughs> he better not be there for two and seven next year. It's yeah. not just that he's two and seven. He lost to a high school football coach. You know, That's like, like Jeff Saturday never did this. I getting shut out against the 32nd ranked defense. I thought was bad enough. That to me was like bottom. Yeah. But not That's just losing good. to a high school coach. You also got a guy up in the booth, 30 year old guy who never called an NFL game in his life, outmaneuvering Patrick Graham, who's supposed to come in and fix all the problems on defense. You got you got three 17 point or better leads that you blew. Uh, the history of the franchise, I think you have five before this year. Yeah. Uh, you've got the loss to a 30-year-old play caller, Jeff Saturday, who, you know, was a pundit who legitimately tweeted out a week ago how horrible the Raiders are. You know, you think that just the bulletin board material alone would get your guys fired up and go out there. And then to have Carr go out and cry, like, there was a part of Carr crying that made me feel like, okay, he he feels the pain. Then he got into, like, you know, what we do to get out there. And I was like, okay, buddy, I'm sorry. I, I get that. But you also – you know, get 20 to $30 million a year. Like, I, I don't, I understand it sucks and I don't want to make light of it, but this is not the time to make me feel sorry for you. You know, be, take a page from Josh Allen's book and tell everybody that you're playing like crap. And yeah. then, and then, and then I'm going to really get behind you. Max Crosby went on Twitter and yes, apologized man. to Raider Nation. Like, that's kind of what I want right now, because I know that you're not going to give me hope. I know that you're not going to give me W's. You're not, we're not going to the playoffs. I've, I literally had yeah. somebody in my office who's a Denver fan Go to me. Well, you know, you're still alive. In what universe? In what you mathematically? Okay, fine. But no, it's 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 dark days right now for Raider Nation. It and and you hit the nail on the head during the Jamarcus Russell era. You knew it was going to be awful. It was, but yeah, I mean, someone on this two-person panel picked the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl. That was me. I had playoffs. Um, I did have playoffs. Yeah, I just it just is amazing that you had such high hopes. You had NFL pundits out there talking about this team's made for a Super Bowl, and then for this to happen. I know, you know what, and I'll give them a little bit on the losses, six games by by one touchdown or less. Then if you win half of those, it's a different conversation, but you didn't win. And I don't need someone at MIT to conduct me a study on, on fade patterns, and you keep running fourth down fade patterns at Kansas City, and then the other day with the game on the line, they don't need to give me a study to tell me how often it works. It never works. Well, in three of those three of those one score losses, you were up by three scores. Yes. So you know, so like yeah. I don't want to. You, you blew a a monstrous lead. You've got a running game this year. Like it's again, yeah. I, watching Josh Jacobs play has been fun for the most part. I get it. Waller's hurt. This one's hurt. That one. There's been some injuries, but like you know, Blake Martinez leads the team in tackles one week and retires the next. Like that's not that's not a good sign. And who's who's closer to Patrick Graham than that guy? 
Because remember, he played yeah. for Graham in Green Bay. Yep. He played for him with the Giants. He came to, to the Raiders for him. He must have looked over at Graham because if you look, there's one guy on the sideline who looks miserable, and it's Graham. Like as much as I like, we can beat him up for you know lose, giving up points to on bad plays. He looks like he means it. He looks like he's trying. Everybody else is kind of like, oh, golly, I guess we lost another one. <laughs> like, what do we do? Now? Like, he looks upset. So for Blake Martinez to leave, don't expect to see Patrick Graham back next year either. It's I, I don't know if they they brought these guys in, and sometimes you know what the personalities and the culture just doesn't fit. But maybe it's the same. I try not to bang on the players because I think this is coaching this year. But yeah. I watched that 39 yard run by Matt Ryan the other day. I'm like, oh, when did when did the Colts get Lamar Jackson? Because Matt Ryan yeah. was running faster yeah. than some guys on defense, and a guy his, asked about his, the effort on that. His nickname is Matty Ice, not because he's cool, because he moves at the same speed as the glacier. Like that's not that shouldn't be happening. Like that shouldn't. And this ain't this ain't Matty Ice from Boston College. This is the over the hill guy that Atlanta couldn't get rid of fast enough. Yeah, and he's and he's he's pulling the Peyton Manning run on you. It's yeah, it's one embarrassing thing. I feel like it's it's one of those years where you went into it with a lot of hope, and now you got a lot more to be disappointed and embarrassed by than hope. What? Where you stand on Carr? Um, I, you know, if you ever go on Twitter, there's a universe that hates him, a universe that makes excuses for him, or, or love. I love the guy. I like his dedication. I think he showed it the other day. He's not a top. He's on the fringe, maybe a top ten. Not right now. He's not. But last year he was. Where, where are you on Carr, and, and is it time to go get another quarterback? So I, I am a, I'm a Carr supporter because I I remember, you know, the, the year he should have been MVP, breaks his leg. Yeah. You know, I went to that Denver game a couple weeks later in Denver. That was that was sad. Cold and miserable. I, oh, my God. I, I'm a firm believer that because he had the nerve to tell guys that you don't kneel, he got his offensive line, let him get hit. Like, I – I, I think he's a leader. I think he's a good player. I think he's been kind of screwed by the Raiders. Like, I think he's one of those guys that has had too many offensive coordinators, too many head coaches, and hasn't been given the real opportunity to win. Look how productive he was before Ruggs, you know, became what he was. When Ruggs was your deep threat, just looking at him on the football field, yep. Carr looked like every bit a Pro Bowl quarterback that he is. You know, you take those weapons away, you take – the strategy away you, you keep changing the terminology and he looks pedestrian but you see it like it, he's what i believe since he came in the league he has the most uh fourth quarter or later comebacks and victory drives in 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 the league and i know part of that is that meant you were trailing but you got to have the the you know the stones to get that done i like him a lot i almost wish they had traded him at the deadline so that he would have a chance to win somewhere i like it's like i'm almost I almost feel bad for him that he's part of my Raiders right now because of how good I think he could be. <laughs> I love the guy. And the one thing about the other day, you you need more guys with that passion than less. Right. And if there's guys in the room that aren't buying in, you got to weed them out and find out who they are. Um, but, yeah, well, you said it. I mean, when he was at its best, he was in his fourth year in, in the same system, which he's never had. It's been year over year, change after change. And you know, maybe the knock on him is it takes him a little longer to settle into a system. And if that's a knock, okay. Right. Um, but he's also a guy that in quarterback money has taken less to leave some money for his teammates. Who, you know, Waller and Rempro haven't been the same all year. And that's not the reason they're two and seven. It might be part of it. But um, 
but I think you need more more players like Carr, and he plays every week. Yeah, was that just that injury, the broken leg, and then the other one, and broke two two vertebrae in Denver, and and hung in there. Yeah, kept playing. And, and again, you if you look at that tape, it almost looks like they OLA blocked for him. And he and he used to, you know what? Hey, if that's what's going to happen, I'm going to keep playing. Uh, I I like a lot about him. And I saw somebody post. Uh, it was one of those ones where like somebody was attacking him, and it was everybody was, you know, doing the whole car hatred thing. And some guy wrote. For all of you who hate Carr, I just want you to take a second and remember what it felt like going from Gannon until we found Carr. And, yeah. you know, you, you mentioned Jamarcus Russell, you know, Matt McGloin, Connor Cook. Uh, you know, this, there's a laundry list of quarterbacks. Like, there's that Browns jersey out there with every quarterback for the Browns. Yeah. There, there was at least a good-sized shirt that had Raiders names for a little while there, Bruce too. Bruce Gradkowski. So, and look, I'm a big fan of, of Gradkowski as a person. I met him a couple played, times. Good played dude. hard. Played hard. Not not a not a great NFL quarterback, no, but one of the best he, ones during that run that you had. Bobby Hoying. It, yeah, and you know, it, that's why people, you know, someone say, well, the, the team's tanking. They want to go get a quarterback. Well, here's the problem with, with accusing an NFL team of tanking. You're now telling your coaches, like a Patrick Graham, right, who's worked his whole yeah. career, you're going to tell them to put himself in position to lose. Right. The players aren't going to tank either because even if they're not going to be there next year, they're trying to put together audition tapes for their next employer. Right. So I don't want to hear the tank. The career's too short. The career's too short. No no player's ever going to actively tank. No. Like it's just not going to happen. Absolutely right. not. And and you mentioned the Patriot way. Like isn't the Patriot way next man up? Like I know Renfro's hurt. I know Waller's hurt. I know but it, it's next man up. Matt Collins has had some really good games and and yeah. nice catches. There's, you got the tools you need to win football games. You got more than enough. The offensive line is coming along. I get it. It's not great, but whatever. The secondary could use some help. But when you've got you know Chandler Jones on one side of your line, only a half sack this year, but that's because he's getting a lot of attention. Mad Max on the other side, you that that helps your secondary. They should be winning football games. They should be a 500 team at worst. They they should. I just called up the schedule. All right, the rest because the rest of the season. Am I going to be miserable every week? Hope not. Uh, at Broncos, fun, fun game for this. What, what we do it, John, is uh, is if you think about each one of those teams, if they had to bring back a legend with no head coaching experience, just like Saturday did for the Colts, to coach the Raiders and see how they do, it's a it's a fun exercise. It makes you feel at least it at least it makes me it gives me like it eases some of the pain. Uh, all right, all right, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> the, next, the, the first team up is tough because I hate every one of them. At Denver. Yeah. Got to win that game. Terrell Davis, I'd like to see him coach the team for that one. Terrell Davis. Um, yeah. Steve Allen. Allen. I admire oh, his I admire I like his it. I like it. Uh, at Seattle, better than expected, Geno Smith. Uh, Geno Smith is is having a resurgent season. It's great. So when Steve Largent coaches that game, that'll be great. <laughs> I won't go with Largent, but how about, how about Jim Zorn, the crafty lefty? Ooh. I like it. I like it. Showing my if we lose these games, I'll be very disappointed. It will be. Uh, the Chargers at home, I, I I think they're a little overrated. It's, it's, these are all they're all winnable games, but I, but the only problem with the Chargers is watching Khalil Mack this week. He looked like Khalil Mack. He's big, fast, motivated. When he's motivated, it's it's disgusting. So I'm I'm a little nervous about what he's going to bring when he plays the Raiders because. I still think he, the real reason he wanted out was because they clipped Del Rio. I think he was a big Jack Del Rio oh, yeah. guy. 
And if they had kept Del Rio, he would have found a way to make the money work. So watch out for him in that one. Um, Dan yeah. Fouts, maybe? LT, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson? Who I'll, I'll tell you. you. Take either one. I'm going to go with the throwback, a similar hairline, John Hadle. Ooh, okay. All right. I like it. I like it. At the Rams on a Thursday, that suddenly more looks better on paper than it did a couple of months ago. Yeah. But again, that's a team, you know, you the Rams are going to win football games because they're talented. Their coach, you, you're not, I can't see a scenario where Josh McDaniels out coaches Sean McVay anymore. And I'm a, I'm a McDaniels guy because I met him and I liked him. Um, but that's, that's a, that's a rough one. And uh, just Eric Dickerson. I want to see him come out and make fun of his own logo. So I'm on that one. How about Jack Youngwood for the Rams? Like it. All right. A Dennis Nightmare. Uh, Patriots at home Sunday night or until they flex it. Well, and, and that's one of the ones where what's Belichick has like a ridiculous record against his old assistants already. That's because none of them do well in the NFL as a head. Right, right. Let's <laughs> say you got all these stig- stigmas. Um, that doesn't. I don't feel great about about that one uh, on on any any level. Again, you're not going to outcoach the other team. They know that they're playing with less. You should win that game. I think you should. Yeah. Like, if there's a if you have a quarterback debate, debate between Mac Jones and um, Bailey Zappi. You should not lose to that team. I just, I don't, I don't know. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with uh, Randy Moss for that one because he played for both teams. Oh, that's brutal. I'll go, I'll go John Hanna. (laughs) I'll go John Hanna. I was going to go Richard Seymour, but I like Richard Seymour and I don't want to see him in in Patriots here anymore. Ever since he faced, ever since he face palmed uh, Ben Roethlisberger in a game, I've been a big Seymour fan. doesn't matter what else he does. Absolutely. Yes, that was beautiful. Speaking of the Steelers, at the Steelers, that's a Raider win on Christmas Eve because we always beat the Steelers. Yep. Man, who do I want for this? I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Slash. Give me Cordell Stewart as the coach on that one. I think he'll wear a nice sweater on the sideline. It'll be pretty. Yeah, and by the way, that you know why that game is that it's the night game. It's the 50th anniversary of the uh, Immaculate Incompletion. Yes. Yeah. Which the, I, the... I can't watch that. That's one of the that's on the list of the clips I refuse to watch. It's amazing to me when you think about like the plays that define the NFL, that a lot of which have been like the calls have been changed afterwards and how many of the Raiders are on the wrong side of. Tell me again, the league doesn't hate the Raiders. Go ahead. Yeah. The Roselle, the 30 for 30 with Roselle and Davis was awesome. And they talked that about was that, good. Feud, that feud started long time. Poor, poor guys, poor guys thinks it's all, they were really there. They're really ghosts. And now he believes in ghosts. So it's, been a whole thing for him. It's a harsh reality. Harsh reality. I'll have Jack Lambert uh, coaching the Steelers that weekend. Then you got the Niners at home New Year's Day. See, this is the game where I think it all comes down. That's the game where I think we find out really if there if there is some tanking going on. Because this the Niners should beat you. They should beat yep. you. However, Garoppolo's plays like mistake-free football a lot of times. All I keep hearing is McDaniels is the guy who brought him along. The quarterback coach for the Raiders is the guy who like helped him become what he was. You should know what mistakes he's going to make and take advantage yeah. of them and at least keep this game close. If the Raiders come out no energy and get shellacked in this game, which should be a pretty meaningless game for the Raiders, but like you would expect it to be like, hey, uh, here's some momentum and hope as we get closer to the end of the season for our fans. They come out and get slack in that game. I might start really buying the, the tanking. You know, 
Speaking of that, Joe Montana's the coach that day, the best quarterback oh. in the history. I'm going to go Roger Craig then, since I just I don't oh, feel like he's enough off. Yeah. Husker. Uh, yeah. Well, nobody's perfect. The, uh, <laughs> you talk about if they come out against Frisco not ready to play, if they come out against the Chiefs the next week, the Chiefs are probably have the number one seed locked up by then. They may not have a, a purpose, but they're not going to let up on anybody. Right. They're going to at least, yeah, they're going to definitely have the West. They'll, they, they'll, yeah, they'll be fighting for a, for a buy, at least home playoffs. So they'll, they'll, yeah, I, again, but the Raiders have always played them tough. Like yep. you, one of the 1.1 score losses is through the Chiefs. Um, yep. Even, you know, the last couple of years, it always felt like if, if they played four quarters instead of three, the Raiders beat the Chiefs, no matter how good or bad the other team was. So that that's yeah, you'll be able to. That's a good barometer game. Like if they if they completely give up, because I can almost handle bad coaching because I think coaching you can get better. Like, but if you yeah. can't lead your men, if they quit on you, especially against a rival, then I got no love for you. There's nothing you can do. All right, we'll see how that goes. What um, if 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 you could redo it again? If Mark Davis called you and said, "Hey, I need to hire a coach. Who who are you picking?" You know, the, the the thing that is so weird is I was I thought McDaniels was an interesting and, and probably good choice, especially um, when he brought in Dirk Diggler with him. Um, I love Basaccia. I just didn't know if he was really ready to be the guy. But when you see the, this, like, I just imagine Basaccia with Patrick Graham long term. And I just feel like that could have been that could have been really intriguing have two like kind of old school minded dudes out there. And, you know, if you filled in the coaching staff the right way, it could have been really, really good. Um, it's hard though. Cause you, do you really want to give a four year deal to Versace? Like that's the problem. I don't know. I, I don't think it was an easy call. And I, I was excited about McDaniels. I have to sadly admit hindsight being what it is. I was excited about McDaniels. It depends how much they, he was paid. I've seen reports. He's only making like a million a year, which can't be true. He's making like four as an assistant. Yeah. So he's got to be six, seven mil a year. It's is there an out in the con? Can I put an out in the contract and still bring in McDaniel's? I, 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 I get why they didn't go with Versace, and I thought maybe he was just the right guy at the right time, with everything that team went through. I, I hate the McDaniel's hire just because I don't necessarily think he's a good head coach. He's one of the best offensive coordinators ever. Right. Um, but I get why they did it, and I've warmed up. I warmed up to it after the hire. First, I was pissed. Um, but I understand. I understand the move. It's just, it's just got to get better. I mean, I'm looking at these games. I see three hopeful wins. Uh, we lose to Denver, and it's just, I'm going into a food coma on Thanksgiving to drown out my sorrows. I'm going to do that anyway. It's just a matter of whether it's drowning sour <laughs> sorrows or just you know celebrating. It's really one way or another. The food coma happens. Yeah, who am I kidding? I'm there too. Right, I, and again, it's it's just this this year's. There's nothing about the draft that excites me because that's been what we've been forced to be excited about. So it's like yeah. I would like, I would like to see some wins. I'd like to see, I'd like to see some hope come out of this. Like even if they're losing, I want to see them lose where they played all four quarters and the better team beat them. This, this, yeah. I show me a game where they played all four quarters this year. Maybe Denver. They have not played all four quarters all year. Yeah, I mean, they put them away late. They look good against David. Even the Houston game through three quarters, I'm just like, what? We, sh we shouldn't be struggling in this game. Right. Then he had a big fourth quarter and put it away by three scores. But 
um, it's it's just never easy, I don't think. And <laughs> I think that's just what we signed up for. I mean, I've been a Raider fan just about 50 years, and you kind of get used to this, but it's been brutal. I can't. I just can't get used to it. Like I, I, I just there's something about the way this year lined up. Like again, Raiders fan, I'll admit it. You know, we could trot out, trot out the whoever, whoever you want to put out there, put out you know the 53 or eight man roster, and nobody has two feet. Before the season starts, I'm still going. But I think we got a shot because it's yeah. just in here. But this is a year where you looked up and down the lineup, and you're like, this is a roster that could do some things. Like this is, you know, Carr's got a real wide receiver weapon, a deep threat type, multiple level guy. He's got, you know, third and Renfro back Waller, yeah. you know, Renfro and Waller have been hurt, whatever, but you got all that Jacobs there. We're giving Jacobs another shot. We backed him up with some, some big bruiser running backs. And then the defensive line is, is sick. And the linebacker core might've been the best linebacker core we've had in a very long time as Raiders fans. Secondary was young, but you know, you're hopeful. And then they go out there and they just, you know, the Arizona game broke me. That was the one. Yeah, like the, the, the first game of the Chargers I was watching, I was in a hotel room down in Georgia, and I almost got kicked out of my hotel because I was swearing so loud at the TV. The, the Arizona game, I was coming back from league meetings I was in my truck, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. This is, and all yeah. of a sudden, halftime happens, and the same team that ran into the locker room just came out, like, shuffling their feet. They like, just got yelled at by mom and dad for for 25 minutes and didn't play anything for the second half. Um, you know, Kyler Murray looked like that kid who stole the remote and won't get back to yeah, the right. parents. <laughs> you know, it, that's, it's just I haven't – I need I need four quarters out of this team. And yeah. this year is is the year where they really, really, really should have been in contention for, for at least the whole season. And then even if they, like, lose a playoff game, you feel like you're heading the right direction, and now it's you, you're trying to fire a head coach a year in. So we lost to the Bengals last January, right? That was that was yeah. a tough loss. You're at the you're at the ten. You're right there on the nine. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? We had a great year, and we just lost to a team that ended up going to the Super Bowl and almost won it. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe we're there. We're we're yeah. in the discussion now. And you did it with with an interim head coach. Interim head coach. In the middle of like every bit, like no one could script the nonsense the Raiders went through last year, and they still no. went to the playoffs. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. All right, buddy. Look, I, I feel a little bit better. Not really, but a little. <laughs> Listen, you got your, you have your Bruins. I have my Michigan Wolverines. That's all. That's what it's. We have to move on to the other thing. Well, that's, that's my it. next topic. That team over my shoulder getting kicked all over uh, Ann Arbor. Hey, who's better this year, Michigan or Ohio State? I think it's Michigan. I yeah. I think I think Day is a good coach, but I don't think he's the level of coach that that you know Urban Meyer and the and everybody were. I think we could be looking at a scenario where maybe, just maybe, Michigan actually has the head coach lead this year, and and uh, Harbaugh could own day for a little while, and we could kind of even out the the last couple of years of, of beatings. Harbaugh's the guy I wanted to come yeah. to come to Vegas last. He was the guy I wanted. But. He's at, Harbaugh's actually the reason that I'm trying to keep my mouth shut a little bit about McDaniel's, because as much as I love Harbaugh. I had kind of given up on him in Michigan. Now you're seeing yeah. what happens with his guys in place, with his system in place, with his coach. Like everything is the way he wants it. And, you know, you win this game against Ohio State and you got two years in the playoffs. And that's something that I'm pretty thrilled about. So I'm hoping that McDaniels is working out the kinks of going from the coordinator to the head coach. And, you know, this time next year, we're sitting yeah. there going, thank God we didn't need jerk react. <laughs> 
All right, but look, better days coming, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks for your Listen, time. Every day is a blessed day, man. I'm with you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm keeping the sports reality. I'll, I'll give you that. All right, man. Be good. You too. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks. All right. I feel a little better. No, no, I don't. I got to move on. I got to move on to something happy. The Huskers, we only lost by 31 at Michigan, a little better than I thought. Um, I've heard so many things on Twitter that uh, Matt Rule was seen in Lincoln, that somebody's barber said they overheard from some donor that they're bringing in Urban Meyer. I love Mickey Joseph. I love his commitment. Apparently, he's great with all the kids. He's a great recruiter. The problem is I, I don't think he's ready for this job. And it's not his fault. He was given a, a rough hand. If you go back to the Mike Riley era, Mike Riley used to get actually some decently rated recruiting classes, and then he'd get them on campus and wouldn't know what to do with them. But he wouldn't swear in front of them like Bo Pelini. Uh, look, I want to win. I want to win football games. I'm tired of this. Do it. Do it for me. Huskers and the Raiders. Jesus Christ, guys, you guys are you're killing me. Nebraska hire Urban Meyer. I don't care if he stays two years. Hire him. We need some Insta credibility. And more importantly, I think we need some Insta talent on the field. I know that's not trying to be disrespectful to the players because they're playing hard. They're playing hard for Mickey Joseph. I think we had just have probably too many gamers. The all energy guys that, that, that they could buy with that, um, just not as athletic as a lot of other, other people. They give you more effort, and I love those guys. But you can't have too many. And I think that's kind of what we have. A um, couple games left for this season. Disappointment again. I, Whoever they bring in, I hope they keep Mickey Joseph on staff. I think he deserves that. He's our former quarterback. He came in and, and took over in an awful situation. But uh, let's hope so. So my Bruins, thank you. <clears throat> thank you, thank you, thank you. Give me reason to turn on the TV and watch athletics these days because my weekends have been terrible. So, to Bergie and Pasta and Marshy and the rest of the boys, I really, really, really appreciate it because we need that. So, you're giving me the lift that I so richly deserve. On that note, folks, hey, we're going to skip next week. Uh, tough to do with Thanksgiving and then work with the kids and all that stuff. And you know what? It's a good week to Take some time to spend with family. So uh, from us here at Pugsley's Pit, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. And hopefully uh, the next time we check in, the Raiders are a robust 4-7. and seven, And Mickey Joseph finishes his college football tenure as the head coach of the Huskers, at least for this year, with a two-game winning streak. Have a great day now.